It's another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Hey, it's Bits Over Broadway over here. Sorry, I'm just reading a news article. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the, the news is very important, and we are journalists, so we need to stay on top the of it. The news is so important. Not many people, people are talk talking about, about that. Not many people talk about it, but the news, so, so important. important. Um, Connor, so glad you're here. It's good to see so you. So glad you've survived your bout with uh, My own COVID. Bout with COVID. <laughs> um, listen, it's not fun. <laughs> Do not recommend. Do not recommend. I was literally getting lightheaded just sitting up in bed. Okay. Yeah. We love that. It was super cool. <laughs> it's fun to be so, so, so ill. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, I did take like the entire week off work, which was a bless, nice little mini vacation. Bless, 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 bless. Yes, I'm so, so glad. I'm very glad you have recovered. Yes. Your health has been restored. And now I'm like, I think invincible. Oh, for sure. For like the next three months, at least yes. you're good. You're going to cruise through BA too. Oh like, my God. Untouchable. Like literally, no one can come for me now. <laughs> it's right. like you try to snatch my wig. I am walking this, too quickly. This April wave, it's nothing to you. Nothing. It's peanuts. You're I'm, at the bar. It doesn't matter. Exactly. I'm going to be the only one at pieces, <laughs> and it's going to be like, okay, I'm the party. <laughs> okay, I'm the drama. <laughs> am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. Um. Okay. Do we have any biz? Okay, Connor's just drinking gone to Mike. I well, I tried to drink and I couldn't. <laughs> Choked. Uh, apparently. Um no, I don't think is there anything happening? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I haven't been uh Pamela Anderson's gonna be in Chicago. That's important for me. So important. Oh wait, do we need to talk about the slap? Uh <laughs> I don't I prefer think so. we didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'd prefer we all, unless you're talking about the television show, in which case, yes, I'd love to dive in. What <laughs> Patreon is this content. television show? I do not know it. I Everybody kept making jokes about it. And yes. I was like, I have never heard of this TV show. That's because it didn't have very, I, I don't even think it made it through a first season. Um, Obsessed. <laughs> and I think it's based on an Australian either book or television show. God. And it. it's like, I think the premise is a kid, they're at it's like at a children's birthday party okay. and an adult who is not the parent of the child in question slaps the child. <gasps> so it's like drama. Yeah. So it's like, are you allowed to wow. hit a kid that's not your kid? Should you be hitting your I, kid who is your kid? I'm going to say no yeah. to both of those <laughs> say, questions. Please don't hit children yeah. <laughs> as that's bad. Um, and that is what I'll say about the slap, the television show. I think it's bad to hit kids. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And that is honestly what I wanted to know. And then please note the inflection. It's not, I think it's bad to hit kids. It's, I think it's bad to hit kids. So exactly. that's where I stand. Um, okay. Obsessed. Here we go. Uh, this week, we're solo. We're riding solo. Please do drop that in for me. Um, and we are talking about the show everyone won't shut up about. They are constantly buzzing. <laughs> They're like, have you heard of this show that oh happened God, five years ago? stop. <laughs> it's Ernest Shackleton loves me. <laughs> of course. Of course. The name on everybody's lips is Ernest Shackleton. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that it took us so long to get to the show. It's me iconic. Too. Me too. It was the, the posters went up in, I would have had to be 2017 uh, around NYC. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was freshly only a year yeah. into my tenure in the city. Exactly. I was getting ready to exit the city. Yeah. And oh my I God. was like, what is this? I need to be very clear. You should look up the poster for this show because it looks like to me 
para mí. Para. It looks like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which yes. also has an E-S start right. to it. So t- to me and my brain, I was like, Ernest Shackleton loves me. That's the Eternal Sunshine, the Eternal Sunshine musical. Sunshine musical. Obviously, Beautiful. someone was like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, we need to make this we must make this a musical. Yeah. Well, honestly, <laughs> I'm surprised that it hasn't been made a musical yet. 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 Till like, bits over Broadway Productions gets our little fingies in it. We are we are in talks. We are in development. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Me, me. Um, okay. But now, what, what I will say about this yes. is that this musical does not have a Wikipedia page. Surprise. It's shocking. Shocking. So does it exist? If a thing... <laughs> if, if a thing does not have Wikipedia... Then does, does it, it exist, exist, actually? So I guess, Connor, do your absolute best to hit us with some facts and figs. You got it. Oh, you ain't know I can sing. Facts and figs. (laughs) Ernest Shackleton Loves Me has a book by the one, the only, Jodi Pietro, um, the sponsor of the past five episodes. (laughs) Which we love. We love him. Um, It has music by Brendan Milburn and lyrics by Val Vigoda. Because it doesn't have a Wikipedia, it was kind of hard to track down the production list, but it had a lot of, it originally premiered in Seattle and then did out of towns in Jersey and Boston. And then it opened off Broadway in May of 2017 and um, ran in until June of 2017. They did a live taped version, which is how we watched it. Um, Broadway HD, please sponsor us yet again. <laughs> My we God. cannot keep asking. <laughs> um, as far as I can tell, not nominated for a single award. So I think go off. Fun. And uh, in case you didn't know about the plot of this <laughs> iconic musical, <laughs> Ernest Shackleton Loves Me tells the story of a sleep-deprived single mother struggling to balance her family and her career as a video game composer. Late one night, while posting a dating video, she receives an unexpected response from polar explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton. Against Shackleton. all odds, they discover that their greatest inspiration lies within each other. Groove Lily. That's the band she's in. <laughs> That's the Groove band. Groove Lily. Um, their latest album was 2004. Oh, interesting. And it looks like they do a lot of, looks like they've got a couple covers. Anyway, something to think about. Go all the way off. Something to invest in. Also, you can find this soundtrack on Spotify. So if you don't have Broadway HD, can listen to the soundtrack on Spotify if you want to follow along. Run, don't walk. (laughs) As we we dive into this musical. And one of the things that is... um, uh, interesting about it is that Val Vigoda, who wrote the lyrics, is the mm-hmm. star of the show. Yes. Um, so it's just two people, which yes. is really interesting. I liked it. Um, I but thought I it was a good it. choice. I did too. Uh, and there's a lot of tech in the show. Yes. And there is, uh, from what I could tell, although they did do a nod at the end to a man playing piano. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't see that. Yeah, when they did bows, uh, they did on the screen, they showed a guy sitting at a keyboard playing. Okay. Who I'm assuming was the sort of Mm conductor-ish. But I think Val Vigoda does a lot of live on stage sound. Which is very impressive. I think that, and I think that's kind of, I'm just guessing. Again, this is all conjecture as there is no Wikipedia page. (laughs) But my guess would be she was probably hired because of her 
proficiency with yes. that. She does live looping. Yeah. She's playing a weird electric violin, violin on her like neck that has like a neck harness. <laughs> um, she's playing a drum kit. She's yes. playing, uh, what else is she? She's looping she has her a voice. Keyboard. She has a keyboard. Yeah. She's doing a lot of work oh, yeah. live, Absolutely. which is interesting just in the terms of like, she, she kind of walks you through in that first song. She's yeah. like, this is what I do. I make soundscapes right. essentially. And this is my looping. She's just sort of introducing you to how the music of the show is going to be. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool concept. I do too. To like be using the show to be like, okay, well we're doing live music and I'm yeah. going to be doing it for you. Yeah. And I think I thought th- every musical doesn't do live music, but you right, know what I mean? But different, like it's on stage and it, and it's coming from her. Right. She is, you are watching her. She's like talking to herself and looping. Yeah. She's saying I'm 39 loop, loop, loop. Right. Like, it's just an interesting way to It's sort of like do the it. like the next step after the company revival where everybody plays instruments on stage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like one step beyond once. Yes. Like it's not just about the people playing. It's she's just doing it herself and sort of narrating it yeah. herself, which I think is sort of the point of the show. Uh mm-hmm. You're definitely kind of like, what is really, <laughs> what is real? What is real? And what is sleep-induced hallucination? <laughs> Lack of sleep-induced exactly. hallucination. So p- premise uh, follows a single mother. Yes. Who through, question mark, uh, finds herself speaking with and talking to Ernest, Ernest Shackleton. Shackleton, the Arctic explorer <laughs> from the early 1900s. And it's like, it's totally okay if you don't know who Ernest Shackleton is. I mean, like everybody knows. I definitely knew who he was before I watched the show. Yes. Um, definitely you, did not learn a lot by watching No, this I didn't musical. learn the whole story by no, watching this No, not at musical. all. Um, I knew every uh-huh. single piece of information uh-huh. about Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. And you probably, reader, also know because you recently heard the news yes. that they found the Endurance, the ship. Right. That they famously <laughs> lost in the Antarctica. They just, yeah, you know. That happens sometimes. I was a little, okay, I'll be honest. I was fuzzy. It's hard to find stuff in ice. The, who are you Listen. telling? Um, <laughs> I, I was a little fuzzy on how exactly things were transpiring. It's okay. sort of like... Right. So the pitch is Ernest Shackleton is like, puts an ad in the newspaper that says, yes. hey, do you want to die? Um, <laughs> and, everyone, and a bunch of fucking mentally ill dudes were like, yeah, yeah 100%. Sounds great. I would love that. And he's like, great. Let us sail to the Antarctic. Right. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> His newspaper ad was like, do you want to go on an adventure? You'll probably die yeah. and I'm not going to pay you very much. That's You got to be unwell to answer that. Oh, yeah, that's like fully like eight <laughs> alcoholics answering, being like, Thank are you, you going to have booze on the ship? Thank I will you. come. They're like, wow, it's so inspiring that people were so called by the adventure. I'm like, they were not well. No, they were unwell they were people. Mentally unstable men. I'm so sorry. I just don't. I just don't think that you pull up right a pull up a but then again it like, was like the 19th century everybody was sure. doing coke Not and heroin as med- medicinal like properties and you know they didn't they the didn't really have anything different. else to do <laughs> that's true i've had a lot of bad ideas when i've been on coke and heroin. yeah exactly <laughs> nobody that's is famously when i get straight. my worst ideas is when i'm just like zooted on coke and heroin exactly like no one is thinking straight nobody is in in, in the moment yeah yeah they're exactly. just yes ending their way through <laughs> the 19th century yeah for sure um okay so a bunch of men answered this ad 
They sail to Antarctica. <laughs> now, listen, you know that already I have a bias as yeah. I fear ships and exploration. Right. So in no world would I open a newspaper and see an app that's like, please come get on a big ship. You'll probably die and be like, sounds amazing. Sign Let's me go. Up. So I'm a little like, OK, anyway, right. but then they get to Antarctica Right. Antarctica. Yeah. And they're in the south. They're in the south. And then their boat crashes, gets stuck in the ice. It gets stuck in the ice, I think. Because they sailed in the winter. Like classic Oregon Trail, you know, you have to leave in May or otherwise you're fucked. But yeah, Ernest Shackleton was like, RIP to your grandma, but I'm different. Yeah. Like (laughs) fuck (laughs) the Donner Party, but like we were built different. And honestly, he was. He was. Okay. You know what? He was built different. (laughs) He was built different. There was no cannibalism. Just just dogs and seals. Yeah. And that's allowed. The second those puppies showed up, I was like, those puppies are those getting shot. Those puppies are dead, <laughs> dead. First of all, why on God's green earth would you be like, you know what we're going to need on this trip? Puppies. I mean, you, you need sled dogs. And then and I'm then the sure dogs, the do- sled dogs are just, you know, fucking. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have nudicles in no. 1900, so. Yeah, I mean, the dogs were bored as well. They didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> no one asked the dogs if they wanted to go on an adventure. Exactly. They were just kind of conscripted. Yeah. It's like there's no dog consent here Yeah, at exactly. All. I think we they were just like drafted. About <laughs> Nobody talks about the dog draft. <laughs> and we should be. <laughs> that is history, too. <laughs> So, okay, bringing this all back to the show in question, which the single woman, the single mother, ostensibly living currently, right? It's present day. She's making a a video profile, video dating profile. She's using Skype. On the website Cupid's Leftovers. Very (laughs) funny. Very funny. funny. Incredible pitch. Yes. Uh, Good joke. Really enjoyed that. There are a lot of really good jokes in this show. I will say, Joe DiPietro really did, like... He writes a good... He writes a good joke. Yeah, he writes some good bits. He does. Um, he He's making bank, honestly. Oh, yeah. We don't talk enough about how much money I think Joe, Di, Joe DePietro is, like, making. Oh, yeah, no. He, I mean, like, his his oeuvre is mm-hmm. very robust. Yeah, yeah. For a guy named Joe, I'm impressed, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, he made it. He made it. He's, he's proving that Joe's can go far. So my pitch is we tear down the Christopher Columbus statue and put up a statue of Joe DiPietro. Then we get our Italian ex-representation. Yes. Oh, my God. Finally, <laughs> a solution to the problem. <laughs> Without the terrible shadow of genocide. Do well, you know what I'm saying? I love that. <laughs> Thank we you. We love not celebrating genocide. <laughs> On this podcast? On this podcast? We love that. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we stay in Ernest Shackleton because he went to Antarctica where simply no one exists. Exactly. You can't murder any in Antarctica except a bunch of seals and penguins. Exactly. Exactly. So the woman is uh, also, while she's doing this dating profile, she is also writing a soundscape for a video game. Yes. Sort of. Uh, I think she's like already turned it in and that, because like she has that FaceTime with her boss, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, the bitchy gay, which the show needed a bitchy gay. Thank (laughs) God. It really did. Thank God we got it out of the way. Thank God we got it out of the way. He (laughs) fires her like right at the beginning of the show. He essentially is like, does what every company does to freelancers. He's like, yeah. thank you so much for working so hard. We are not going to pay you. We're not paying you. We love you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, <laughs> gotta love that 1099 life. <laughs> I do have a question about how realistic is it that you're like, if I'm going to write a soundtrack for this video game and then I'm fucking set for life, baby. 
She's like, all her hopes and dreams are on like Halo 3. Right. Basically. <laughs> Is anyone just like vibing to Halo 3? Like, I, I mean, mean, I'm sure some people honestly, are. Honestly, yes. <laughs> Okay, I guess let me let me reverse. Do you know who wrote the soundtrack for Halo 3? I don't, but okay. I do know that the Halo theme song Specifically is, Halo I know is like is like iconic. iconic. Right. Um, I couldn't sing it, but I do know that people do listen to those yes. soundtracks. And there's like the like especially the <laughs> The uh, Halo theme song is like a meme now where like oh. people will sing it just like for fun. Mitch, drop that in. I have been <laughs> in a video making fun. Like, so okay. at the beginning of uh, the pandemic, after the <laughs> uh, wonderful, amazing, show-stopping Imagine video from Gal Gadot. We love. Um, the... One of the satire sites that I write for, Hard Drive, we made a parody video of that where we sang the Halo sound uh, opening theme song. Okay, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a meme. It's a bit. Okay. Um, sorry. So I guess I take it all back. I mean, um, And honestly, she is going to pop off if she sells this video yeah, game soundtrack. She will become famous among 13-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, like 10 to 1,500 13-year-old yeah. boys. <laughs> The dream. Honestly, that's making money. That is capitalism. That's that the target is demo. Called bitch. being an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, so she does this song called Space Blasters or something like that. Who knows? Space Explorers? Space Blasters, I think. I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't write it down. She <laughs> I can't believe you didn't write that down. It's a key fact. She as she's like putting this song together and singing it, she's all we're also hearing sort of a Catherine sort yeah. of vibe, like ethereal ghost spooky situation. Somebody is calling in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and she's oh, also, we hear a baby crying. And so we're, we know she's a single mother. Mm -hmm. She's kind of talking about how the father has left. To be in a journey uh, cover band. To tour with a journey cover band. Incredible detail in 2017. Obsessed. I really did love that. Um, I actually love later when when her boyfriend comes back and he's like, turns out people don't love journey that much anymore. <laughs> Right. It's like amazing. And then he does the bit where he's like, we're going to be in, a, I'm now going to be in a Bee Gees cover band or something like that. And yeah. they're going to last forever. And they'll last forever. <laughs> I just love cover band. Um, the door's closed. It's, cl it's closed. It's just clanking away. <laughs> it is still very much winter in That's New York. That's our co-host. <laughs> the all radiator the, the clank. Third, the fourth <laughs> member of this podcast. Clanky, the radiator. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in. Um, so then, uh, okay, just a little bit of setup for how the stage looks. Uh, we are clearly in her studio. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's a studio slash one bedroom apartment. It's a one bedroom. She mentions that Zach, the baby, is in the warmest part of the house. Yes. He's in a separate bedroom. We never, uh, we only see him towards the end. Yeah, like very um, briefly. And it's clearly just like a bundle of right. blankets. It's not a a baby. Um, so we don't actually ever see him. We well, just, yeah. I mean, you have to pay baby there. actors so much these days. Their like, rates are unfucking tenable. The baby SAG after union is second only to the police union Thank in terms you. of power in this Finally, country. Finally somebody said it. And I will continue to speak on that. Yeah. So, it's insane. Why do you think Drew Barrymore is so insane. powerful? Yeah. Why do you think the Olsen twins can do whatever they want? They run this country. They literally do. The Olsen the twins Olsen are twins. the Coke brothers of Hollywood. <laughs> I was going to say the Olsen twins are the deep state. <laughs> Thank you, baby Zagastra. <laughs> um, so 
Zach is in another room off to the side. There is a fridge and the an implied sink. Uh, her table. Sink. <laughs> sort of, right? It's like yeah. not really a functional sink, but kind of. Yeah. Um, and then her work table, obviously, and a door. Right. And then behind her is a bunch of LCD yeah, screens. Yeah, like these like really cool monitors. Mm-hmm, that are supposed to be sort of, so in the beginning, they function as her computer desktop. Right. So it's sort of like we're able to see, oh, we can see a computer from the back, but yes. we're seeing the screen Behind her, which and, I thought was cool. Yeah, and honestly, thank God for the um, people with messy desktop representation. <laughs> yeah. File folders in no conceivable in order. Literally My God. just like scattered. Yeah, I felt <sighs> upset about it. Um, like, <laughs> oh, are you are you like a together. very like everything is in rows? I do and... prefer a row. Now uh, it gets a little messy here yeah, and there, I but I that. wouldn't just have them helter skelter. Okay, just uh, wherever a folder may land when my, you click new folder. My thing with that is like I feel like you kind of have to do more work to make it messier. I agree. I because agree. usually when you're just like saving things right to the desktop, yeah. it just like it goes wants rank to snap and, into that grid. Exactly. But if you do just click anywhere, right click new folder, now that will just mm. pop up anywhere. Mm-hmm. The alternative side of that is I did just see. A TikTok that was like, here's how you can make your folders on your desktop look cool. And it was like, go into Canva, save an image, make it. I was like, if you we have an, the you, you, you need to go on a ship to the Antarctic if that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this it's, is the it, thing. That's, that, it's mental illness. Isn't it's, it, love? It's mental illness. Um, <laughs> if you are right. going into Canva, yeah. that if you're telling me to go into Canva yeah. to do something, that is basically like you saying, this is my yeah. go-to lazy meal recipe. And then you start chopping an onion. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. A lazy meal is one piece of white bread with some mayonnaise squirted on Thank it. Fold you. it in half and eat it. It's and a, if you're feeling lazy, you don't have to fold it in half. Exactly. It, a lazy meal is you take a little bit of ham, you roll up some yeah. roll up some cheese inside yeah. of it, and then that's your meal. Yeah. You get a little cheese stick, you, and then you wrap the ham around exactly. it. It's sort of like a prosciutto. And then if you want to like make it really fancy, you can like put it in the microwave for a few minutes, melt that cheese, soften a little bit it up maybe. a little. Yeah. Bit. Exactly. A that tasty, delicious is treat. A lazy meal. Yeah. Okay. Where is the depression? Where is the, where is the representation for depression meals? We, is my question. We medicated it out of Gen Z, so now they're like, we can do things. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Congrats on going to Canva and making your desktop folders look aesthetically pleasing. Right, exactly. I'm over here like uh, not understanding how to make a PowerPoint look good. <laughs> I tweeted about it the other day. I was like, I functionally know how to use PowerPoint. Yeah, of course. I know how to drop in a new slide. I know how to add text. I know how to animate that text. Absolutely. Like, I'm very competent at that. Do I know how to make an aesthetically pleasing PowerPoint? Is that a thing that is no, needed? No, I don't. Yes, always. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Because I And like everyone to- was like, babe, just get a template off of Google. I'm like, babe, our graphic designers have made a template. And yeah. still, I have been told that I need to pretty up a PowerPoint. And it's like- That is- just foreign to me. That is psychotic. Why are people looking for pretty PowerPoints? I don't know. I didn't get my degree in graphic design. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not, I I think that people who are naturally artistic, like, you know, artistic, I I don't mean creative, like who have a sense of design and know how to aesthetic. Yeah. They know how to do aesthetics. Like they don't understand that it is literally not instinctual to me to, Add a shadow to a box because a box with a shadow looks more pleasing to the eye than just a flat box on flat white. (laughs) I popped a a quick shadow on a photo and was like, my God, that looks incredible. (laughs) But 
but it, it's not first. It's not my nature. Like I just don't think to do that. Like no, I feel you. I would never consider putting a shadow in a PowerPoint. If you can do one of those cube things where you just like draw six lines and you're like, here's a cube and it looks correct perspectively. Yeah. Then you and I are not speaking the same language. (laughs) I am not a visual learner. I I can't do that. I don't know how to like it will look fucked up. I promise you it's not going to look like a cube. There's a reason why you are a dancestress and not a (laughs) drawstress. That is why I do not do visual mediums. My friends. That's just not where I operate. So anyway, all that to say, this bitch has a messy desktop. (laughs) I promised myself we would keep this one tight. And here we are. Half hour in and we've covered one song. Um, It's okay. Every other song is basically the same thing. Okay. It is though, right? Yeah. Basically every single song. Nothing's happening in this. Yeah. Like every single thing in the show is basically just like, keep going. You can do it. Have hope. Uh, You're stronger than you know. Like that's basically the entire show. Right. And I guess, I don't know. I kept trying to think about how to articulate this. Cause it's, it's a historical retelling, right? Yes. We're, we're talking about this historical event because it becomes less about Kat's uh, failure yes. and concern about her success mm-hmm. and more about she's learning how to find success yes. via Ernest Shackleton's journey yeah. through the Antarctic. Well, because there's this whole line at the beginning where she says, like, Ernest Shackleton believed uh, that optimism is true moral courage. Mm-hmm. And I all I have to say about that is, did my therapist write this musical? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think the answer is yes. And yes, Val Vagoda is your therapist. Congrats. <laughs> but like there is that whole thing of like she's basically taking from him this idea of I can't give up. I have right. to keep going. I have to have courage. Persevere. Yeah, persevere mm-hmm. against all odds and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Finding yeah. her inner strength, right. essentially. And sort of it, it kind of flips, right? Where he's like the unfaltering, yes. never wavering uh, optimist mm-hmm. and then sort of midway through we get to he starts to doubt he lets you know he doesn't know that they're going to make it he feels the weight of yeah. the journey and all of that and then she's the one who kind of says fuck that you're Ernest fucking Shackleton right like and then they do smooching and then everyone's good and love it. we love um, but it did feel like to me very everything's the same. And then we're just kind of talk singing the events of her. It was like, if you wanted to watch a very interesting retelling, right. It's not quite Hamilton, right? Like we're not living in the moment of the time. We're not doing the journey with Ernest Shackleton. It's like watching two kids Mm -hmm. pretend to do this feels like parts of this felt like a skit in school. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like, oh no, men, we gotta get over the mountains. Oh, we're stuck <laughs> on this island. But all you can see is like two people. Yeah, exactly. Like, the implication of snow. Right. <laughs> the implication of snow. It's implied snow. <laughs> oh my God. Truly. But so it was a little bit hard to feel like there were stakes. Does that make sense? I sort of get that. Um I feel like that also comes from the fact that it's um, like we are all aware that this is a hallucination. Right. There's really nothing right. like in peril, essentially. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So 
The, I mean, the only thing that would be I would consider in peril is maybe her child has been crying this entire time yeah. and she's deep in her hallucination. Yeah. She can't fucking also, realize it. Her house is maybe not heated except for one room. Yeah, I, exactly. So I'm like worried that this is sort of a, a little match girl, like final oh hallucination before she curls up dead in the snow. Yeah, sort right. Of exactly. So it's like those, so that is a concern. So those sure. are some stakes, but like they're not addressed. Right. They're more. Like you said, implied. Yeah, <laughs> it's implied stakes. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it's like definitely not. It's it's more of a a personal journey. It's yeah. not like a. It's metaphorical. Yeah, it's um man versus self, if you will. Right. And this is critical analysis. I will. <laughs> and thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I will say I did appreciate the little. Um, I wish they had. Ex- I wish they had explored it more. Mm-hmm. The uh the moment where she's kind of like she's struggling with her feelings about her baby and oh, she's yeah. kind of like I don't know what if he's the thing that's holding me back like what if yeah. that's a mistake what if I was a mistake to have this kid and yeah. I felt like that was the most real like mm-hmm. holy shit I want to watch that I, I want to watch that get explored for a whole song and yeah. not not this dancing around till she says it and then Ernest Shackleton's like you can do it. And right. she's like, you're right. You're I right, can. I can. <laughs> like, this is okay. a very big girl boss mu- musical. The, oh, it's here's the thing. And I'm going to get some hate for that. And that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. I just don't do alt girl, girl boss. Okay. Feminism. Like, okay. How dare you come for all of TikTok? I know. <laughs> I know. But it's, it's the cat eye glasses. I feel that it's the cat eye purple glasses mm-hmm. and the bad dye job that you're like, this is punk. And like, just like her whole aesthetic is to me. Yeah. Revolting. <laughs> I just don't fuck with that at all. Like oh my at God. all. And so uh, it's hard for me to like her as a character. I get that. Cause I don't care for her aesthetic. <laughs> I also think that I'm not to like come for Val Pagoda, but I think that she's not, she's definitely of the two actors, she's not the stronger one. No, no, no. She no, is no. very much like Acting is reacting. Yeah. She's reacting mm-hmm. the entire time. It's I'm not I don't like get a lot of like depth of like character right. from her or mm-hmm. like like uh, any of the good like acting moments that I want. Mm-hmm. I get that mostly from um, Wade McCullough. hundred percent. He's the best part of the show. When I say I think she was hired because of her musical talent. Yeah, I mean, I think that is 90% yeah. of why she's she hired did, and like, she's incredible the musical and she wrote and, the lyrics and yeah. like I love that and I think she did it is really cool to watch her absolutely put the song together yeah I didn't care for her voice nah. and I didn't care for her acting uh, 100% yeah, her, I like which is tough when there's only two people when there's the only show. two people right <laughs> um but like yeah I I think that part of that is the fact that she's not that strong of an actor. Right. Which is which okay. Is fine. Yeah, which that's is fine. Because you're 100% right that he is the best part of the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's playing um, every part that exists that isn't. Yes. So he's playing the weird uh, baby daddy. Yes. He is playing the the mean <laughs> the gay. The bitchy gay. He is playing Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. 
And does a really good job, in my opinion, of he's delineating also, between those characters. Agreed. He's also the um, voiceover for the dating website. Yes. And for all the other. Because yeah. um, so right at the beginning, it's not just Ernest Shackleton that she's getting through to. Right. Um, who else calls her? Ponce de Leon calls. Ponce de Leon calls and um, says he's going to go discover Florida. There's one more person that I can't remember and who it is. I thought it was Picasso, but maybe not. There's like an implication that. Whoever it is is like, oh, wait, I'm actually not interested in you at all, which yeah. really made me laugh. Um, I can't remember who it was, though. I, I also really enjoyed if only there was. So at first they're talking sort of on a landline, yes. which is interesting. <laughs> um, and then Ernest Shackleton is like, if only there was a way that I could hear your voice and see your face at the same time with the frame speed, <laughs> like at a high enough rate that there is no flickering. Right. And she's like. Yes, Skype. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is so stupid. A, I love I'm stupid. I love a stupid solution. Yeah. Like, what if we just did this? What if we just use? <laughs> what is technology? he skyping from? I don't know. It's not addressed, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that's not the point. <laughs> that's not what this is. Um, <laughs> he does come through the fridge, which I appreciated. That was very funny. Great prop moment. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed the use of the stage. Uh, yeah, they, like, be, they're fully using that thing. They really are. And I'd be super interested to see it in person because I think they do a really <clears throat> great job of stage boundaries with lights. Yeah. So at first, it's just her st her apartment that's lit. It's mm -hmm. just and it's kind of just her studio. You don't even see the kitchen or really oh, the yeah, door. No. It's kind of like just her studio. Yeah. And then at some point, because I literally had to rewind because I wasn't sure how they got all that snow in the I know in the show I was like did it snow and I wasn't looking no 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 they just opened up the light essentially and yeah. let the stage boundary come down a little bit further and so then there's all that mm -hmm. implied snow and um boxes and stuff that they're yeah. walking around on and I think that was that was a really cool smart. and smart like really design smart. choice mm -hmm. absolutely really helps to expand the world because yes. it is really tight and it is really claustrophobic and then we're sort of building out yeah i really appreciated that aspect of it and they even have some scaffolding that they climb mm -hmm. up on and stuff like that yeah which um, is cool and the other thing about the big screen behind them is yeah. that it doubles because then later so fun fact uh, we all know this because well, we're yeah. all astute we, historians we all studied Ernest, Ernest Shackleton. Shackleton. Uh, there is footage that survived. Yeah. He took a photographer, mm -hmm. videographer. Yeah, like on they this. fully had like cameras <laughs> with them. The he was like, time. "We need a documentary crew." Um, and so there's actual footage mm -hmm. of their ship, of the men, of the animals that they encountered, yeah. which is wild, and it it's, is playing yeah. behind them as as the show goes on. And it's really cool. That to me was the coolest part of yeah. the show. Honestly, I thought that was a really smart choice. It was really interesting. Staying. Yeah, great way to use that. Great yeah. way to because uh, long story short, so their 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 ship gets stuck in the ice, right? And they have to abandon it. They get a bunch of lifeboats, yes, and all and the supplies they can carry, kind of, yes. And then they like trudge through, and they're like, we're trekking across the continent until we get to open until water, until we get to the water, yeah. which we will then get into lifeboats and row and row to. Wherever other land yeah. to inhabitable land so then they like they row from antarctica to an island well they're on antarctica for 13 months yes that's important they are literally looking for open water for 13 yeah, months like literally psycho 
they like the whole thing. I think the whole journey like takes like what, like two or three it years. It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. I think that's what they, they said in the show. Yeah. They rolled, they row to an outpost, an island that is also very cold. Yeah. They it's like, it's um like barely an island. It's yeah. just like rocks yeah. basically. Like an outcropping yeah. essentially. And he's and, like, what the fuck? This is hell. Right. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to go on alone. And he essentially leaves his men is like, I'm going to go. There's a whaling outpost that's like 800 miles away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take one of these rowboats and I'm going to go and I will come back with a ship and rescue and you rescue all. you. Cause so, at this point they're like half starved. Like yeah, they're, exactly. they're not able They've to been, row. They do a whole bit, which is amazing uh, with like seal blubber. <laughs> that was, that, <laughs> so but it was good. honestly such a funny bit because mm -hmm. Ernest Shackleton walks into the audience mm -hmm. and starts offering members of the audience seal, <laughs> seal blubber. blubber. Yeah. <laughs> and it is very funny. Uh huh. So they, they shoot the dogs. Yes. I have to assume they eat the dogs. I don't remember oh, if I they said that I in the show. Assume. That's probably taboo, but like, mm, you're going to eat the dogs. I mean, yeah. And then the other thing that they have in like plethora of is seals and yes. seal blubber. So they mm -hmm. just eat the seal fat. Um, we love yeah. just licking Crisco in <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> That's how we're going to survive. That's how we're going to survive. And um, they did. <laughs> so obviously these men haven't seen the sun or a citrus in y a year. So I can't they're imagine just the amount of scurvy. Hell. <laughs> yeah. Rickets and scurvy. They're just absolutely, <laughs> these men are demolished for sure. Yeah, so and, true. And Ernest Shackleton is like, okay, no worries. I, I, I'll just really quick go get help and yep. then I'll come right back. Um, so he rows to the whaling outpost, makes it. But he's like on the opposite end. So like yeah. he rows to like, I'm I'm assuming it has to be South America. South Africa. South Africa. Right? Wouldn't it be, wouldn't Cape Horn be the, isn't that closer to San Antarctica? Does it matter? I guess it doesn't matter wherever I don't know. they came I was just, from. I just assumed that it would have been like Chile or like something like okay, that. Or okay. Peru or, yeah, or Peru. Peru, you know. <laughs> I mean, very possible. For some reason, I was picturing it was further over, but you know what? I don't know. Eh, there's no way to know. There's <laughs> absolutely no way to know. But he gets to like the a mainland of some mm -hmm, sort, and mm -hmm. he's on the opposite end of the mountains, so he has to climb over the mountains to get to the whaling right. outpost. Chile does make more sense in that case. Um. So this whole saga yeah. is happening, and at the same time, like it's essentially like cat is going with him mm -hmm. and he's like, she's experiencing the journey at the same time that he is. Yeah. And then he does get a ship, yep. uh, finds the whaling outpost, gets the ship, takes it back. And he's like, I don't. And it, obviously it's been months. Right. Like, I think at this point it's been like a year since he left his to be, men. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like. I think he said, even he's like, it's been over a year since I left. Yeah. And, and so he's like, I have no idea what I'm coming back to. Yeah. They First could all be all, dead. How do you remember? That's the thing about ships. Like, frankly, yes. this is this without Wikipedia, nothing is real. Without Google Maps, how do I get around? Where am I going? <laughs> they didn't even have MapQuest back then. <laughs> they did, they couldn't drop a pin. No, no one's sharing locations. I mean, they're using like astrolabes and sextants. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, in a rowboat. You think that I can map my position via the, <laughs> the stars? stars? No. No. Those all stars look the same to me. Thank you. <laughs> finally, somebody said it. Yeah, finally. That is not a constellation. That's just. That's just random shit. Random That's bugs shapes. on a windshield, baby. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> that's not nobody that's talks not about design. that nobody talks about that nobody talks about that except for us on biz over broadway exactly we are the truth tellers <laughs> so he's like i have no idea if my men will uh, i don't know who survived i don't know if anyone survived right. i have no idea what fucking state these little hobos are gonna be in <laughs> oh my God. and then he gets there and he's like oh Okay, everyone is... All 22 survived. Everybody's accounted for. Let's get on the ship, guys. Like we said, <laughs> ripped to the Donner Party, but they were built but different. But they were simply <laughs> built different. Although I have to say, the end when he's like counting the dudes and yeah. he's like, oh no, there's one. He's crawling on hands and knees towards you. I'm like, these are... This, I don't know that we should be celebrating. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, these are like little skeletons coming They're to get you. basically like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Creeping don't, and crawling. Creeping and crawling and skittering and scattering. I just don't. Oh, it's too much. Terrifying. I what know. I want to do is like, I want to hear about the men who obviously. Like what happened on that island? Mentally. Yeah. <laughs> mentally, where are you? Where is that musical? <laughs> That's my question. Trapped on an island. <laughs> Trapped on an island. Once on this <laughs> island. Once on this island. <laughs> it's way fucking darker. <laughs> and you're not going to like it. <laughs> Oh my god. Please Agway, don't flood these men. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Team Moon, please. I beg. Oh my god. Okay. You know, there's just a lot of like walking, stomping. Yeah. We're going on a trip and this is what we're we're seeing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of back and forth about here. I have to tell you the part that made me <laughs> Liz Lemon eye roll the hardest. God. Was okay, she's very taken in because Ernest Shackleton is immediately like, Yeah. You're my muse. You're the most beautiful woman that's ever lived. How right. don't you have so many suitors? Da -da 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 -da. And then at some point, and I don't remember what prompts this, they're like, he's like, Well, you're a woman. You can't come with me. You're dainty yeah. fucking constitution. <laughs> don't you need a man to do that? You should really smile more. It's this weird, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I don't know. It just felt very, it's correct, right? Historically, yeah, like absolutely. that would be his, his attitude. His attitude would be. But it, it is just such a weird, it feels very incongruent with the Ernest Shackleton he's been, been this whole time. Yeah, that we've been spending time with. And- it's this weird, like, it's very clearly set up so that cat can be like, I don't need no man. Yeah, and I just find it to be like, Bleh. it is extremely the girl boss moment of the show. It is the Where, girl boss moment. And she even like takes, they take a pause and like let the audience yeah. loop. <laughs> Girls can do anything. Girls don't need to smile. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Whatever. I'm not getting into the politics of all that bullshit. I just found it a it little bit. It was 2017. Handy. Everybody oh, was wearing pussy hats. Babe, like, this is peak me too. Oh, this easily. is like girl boss so close to the sun. Oh, extremely. Just ungodly amounts of feminism is buying a t shirt. <laughs> Psycho shit. <laughs> I think Joan Didion wrote that. <laughs> feminism is buying a t shirt. <laughs> Feminism is buying a t-shirt from Lingua Franca for fucking $250. That's what feminism is. Anyway, um, that was probably the the most cringe moment of the show for me. It was I would just agree. like a little, okay. It just, to me, it didn't feel, I think it would be different if that came at the end and mm -hmm. she had kind of learned to stand up for herself a little bit. Yeah. Because the whole thing is that like, she's kind of getting jerked around by her baby daddy. She's right. kind of getting like... 
also she's like 41 and she has an infant. Like I'm so interested in your backstory that got us to this point. I feel that. But it's, I'm not saying like she's, she should be the girl boss the whole time. I just felt like it felt out of, not out of character because definitely she's set up to be the kind of person who behaves that way. But it felt not in it didn't feel like a good spot in the show to dump that. Yeah, it should have been like more at the end when she was talking to her yeah. baby daddy. Or right at the beginning. Yeah, even. that's like, also. But right in the middle just felt like a weird. Yeah, it was a, an odd placement for sort it. Sort of like trying to set up a stake like they're fighting, but they're not but fighting. But they're not fighting. They're not f- ever fighting. They they're kind never, of just chit-chatting all yeah, the time. <laughs> they're like, there's never a moment where her and Ernest Shackleton are like having. At odds. Yeah. No, it's literally just like. One of them is the baby and the other one isn't like one of them is sad and one of then the other one's optimistic and then the role switch and then everything's fine. Yeah. Um, Okay. It's just, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's, let's pause. We're not really at any, let's say really quick. 90 minutes, no intermission. 90 minutes, no intermission. We love that. Uh, Kisses forever, Ernest. Um, But let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Back, 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 back. I'm trying to find Elephant Island. <laughs> is that, that is, where it's called? That's the one where they got left, and I'm trying to see what it's closest to. Okay. Oh, you were right. South America. South America. Um, Chile. Chile. Interesting. Yeah. I would assume it's Chile, but could be the Falkland Islands. Who knows? Hello. I'm guessing it's probably Chile, which is interesting. Uh, why did I think Ernest Shackleton was from England? He is. Okay, interesting. No, because there's the whole there's the whole thing of he's like, I'm gonna get the ship, I'm gonna get my men, and then we're gonna go back to England. That's what I thought. Yeah. So interesting. Well, just because like I like Chile is the closest country to mm, like the very south you're right. part of Chile uh actually has penguins. I see, I thought that was South Af- Africa. I thought that Cape Horn or the point of whatever. The point of no return. <laughs> Fuck, why did I think that the southernmost point was in South Africa? Because I'll tell you why, because I don't look at maps very often. That's why. Mm. Um, Well, I mean, aren't you playing World every day? Yes, I am, Connor. (laughs) And I told my brother that I was like, I was like, well, I'll often give it a guess. And then it tells me where it is. And I I like look it up on the map. He's like, you use Google Maps to help you guess the world old? That's cheating. And I was like, I don't think that's cheating. I think that's being resourceful. I think that is using your brain. You freaking hater. Exactly. And he's like, you have to do it blind. I'm like, okay, well, I've literally never known what a country looked like, so. <laughs> Famously, I don't know geography. <laughs> I was, I was, I went to public school in America. In the Midwest, even. Not exactly. even a good public school. It was not like a magnet or anything. Right. <laughs> You think they were teaching us maps? They weren't. No. They were teaching us about the 60s for 700 years. End of list. <laughs> there were no maps to be had. Um, okay. So when we last left off, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel even like we know really where we were. It. But I, I, okay. Loved the, uh, here are things that I liked. I really okay. liked the fridge. Um, okay. Loved that Ernest Shackleton's coming in and out through that. Yes. Loved the banjo. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved that the history behind the banjo was, I 
specifically hired a man because of how good he was at the banjo. Yes, I am. And obsessed. I believe that's a real fact. I like in my heart. I don't know that it's true, but in my heart, I believe that that's I true. Think that I, I feel like it feels real. It does feel real. It, it, yeah. So I feel he like he does it seem would like be. the kind of goon who is like, <laughs> I love a banjo moment. Because then when he's calling out the people at the end, he's yeah, like, he's like, my the, chef, <laughs> <laughs> my banjo player survived. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, well, thank God. Yeah, he's like calling out. It's like a, it's like busy town. He's yeah. just like calling out all the occupations. <laughs> busy town. <laughs> he's like, there's my worm chauffeur. Oh there's my, my chef. <laughs> there's my cat firefighter. There's, there's the uh, pig that works at the deli selling pig parts. Yeah. Questionable ethics. Busy town <laughs> is um, actually a nightmare. Oh, if you think about it's it. hell. Yeah. I would love to see like a Cronenberg interpretation of sort of the Guillermo del Toro, oh, oh, like little you know. sick busy town freaks. Like what if they were real? <laughs> I honestly... Okay, you know what? Cute actually, in drawings, but terrifying. In actually, um, nobody take that idea. Yeah, we sorry, are gonna, Mitch cut this. Mitch cut this out. We uh, we are going to go into trademark. We are we are going to go into development on this. Um, <laughs> Bits of a Broadway presents yet again. I mean, imagine the sheer terror if you looked up and a worm driving a car was coming at you. A worm driving an apple car, no um, less. A no giant less. apple. Terrifying. What is this? James and the Giant Peach? Scary. That is scary. That is scary. That's scary. That is scary. And that's proof that Busy Town is scary. Exactly. Well, Richard's scary. Richard's scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, love the banjo player. <laughs> Loved the... Uh, Loved the use of the actual footage. Yes, that was really They cool. sort of give the game away. They're like, yep, that's right. There's footage right. that was recovered. Which is also one of the reasons why there's no stakes. Because it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know everybody survives. And I was trying to think about it in terms of there's lots of shows that are based on historical events where you mm-hmm. know the ending and somehow there's still stakes. So I was trying to understand, like... I think a good example is Hamilton, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's still dramatic tension. There's still stakes in Hamilton, even yes. though we know how it ends. We know he gets shot. We know he dies. Like, we know how America came to be. Right. So why are we so invested? And But, but I didn't feel that at all with this. I felt very uninvested in, in the story that was happening. I think it might have to do with maybe... I don't want to say like the immersion, but like it's just the, the dramatic writing, right? Like yeah. Hamilton is very much not just the story of like America coming to be. It's mm-hmm. also the story of how Hamilton and Burr's lives were intersecting, intersecting mm-hmm. and intertwined. So it's like there is some dramatic stakes there. Whereas yeah. like this, it's literally just about her like following his journey yeah. essentially. It feels- and there's no tension between the two of them. Yeah. None. No, not even at all. romantic tension, even though they're really the, trying to force that. The chemistry me. in the show is non-existent. It's, they don't, that's, they're both so miserable. That's the worst yes. kiss they've ever had. It's just teeth. <laughs> like, not the teeth. The thinnest of lips just mm, yeah. so mad that they have to be together. Exactly. Um, I will say that I think this was sort of like if you read one of those little National Geographic magazine lits that you got in elementary school okay. that was about Ernest Shackleton and the endurance. Yeah. And then every once in a while you like put your head up to check in with the real world. Does that make sense? Kind you're like of. reading about the story and you're like, mm, yes. Okay. So they made it to Antarctica and then your mom is like, it's time to do set the table. And you're like, Oh, okay. And oh, so like how I read a New Yorker article. <laughs> 
Exactly. Like okay, got it. we're just taken. I think maybe the problem with the stakes is that we're taken out of it a lot. Yeah. We're taken in and out of the story. And I, and I think it, it does bits. also have something to do with the framing of the show where, you know, it's a, loose, a hallucination. A hallucination. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, you know that the story is not a shot for shot retelling. Yeah. Of the story. It's not real. Whereas like in Hamilton, it's like, okay, we're, we're in it. We're starting from his birth and going all the way to his, through his life. Right. Like, yeah, it just felt very, I could not quite get my bearings on what felt important to me mm-hmm. about the show. And I felt while I liked the songs, they all felt the same to me. They really are. Okay. Couldn't tell if they, that was just my no, malaise. They really There's <laughs> like the only two that really stood out to me were the opening number uh-huh. and the Stop sea shanty. Yeah, I did like the sea shanty. Yeah, and like, um, but everything else after the sea shanty just felt very much the same. Just very meh. Was it All Right Men? Is that yes? Is that the sea shanty? Maybe, or, or is it Every Hand to the Life? I think it's All Right Men because I feel like the sea shanty happens a little earlier. The right? sea shanty happens before he comes through the fridge. That's right. It's when they're on okay. Facetime or Skype. Okay, so Oh Katarina, maybe, or we're on our way. One of those two. One of those two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did like the shanty. Yeah. Uh, the and precursor then, to the shanty resurgence of 2019, I was 2020. Say they maybe? predicted the trend. They did. They really they were bear the forebears. of the curve. <laughs> they um, were. And honestly, thank God for that. Otherwise, yeah. we never would have had the sea shanty of 2021. Yeah, that's true. Really, the sea shanty explosion. Yes. As it were. Uh, yeah, I felt like the songs were very one. No, Extremely. Very similar. Yeah. Very no bangers, no yeah. like no Michaels in the bathrooms, no oh, nary a Michael <laughs> in the bathroom to be found. I'm just trying to think of like I do feel like Joe Joe DePetro like does a good job. Every once yeah. in a while I may not like all the songs, but there's always one that's like sticky in my head. But that's part of the thing in, in this show is that he's just doing the book. He's mm-hmm. not doing like music and lyrics. That's true. That's it's, all. That's all Val. Val. That's all Val. Um, so I think. Doesn't bode well for Groovily. No. IMO. Well, I mean, we know when their last <laughs> album was. <laughs> well, it was just six years ago in 2004. <laughs> Six so, years? <laughs> yes, because in my brain, it's always 2010. Oh, well. That's <laughs> <laughs> a base 10 operating system up in here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're operating in metric, That's not imperial. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. But yeah, no, I think it's it's like, yeah, I think Jody Pietro's book is really good. Mm-hmm. It's strong but in terms of like the writing and like the, the uh, interactions between the two of them like there's not stakes or anything like that like we've been talking about but his writing is good yeah like the lines don't feel unnatural no they have a lot of really good bits in them a lot of banter a lot of good back and forth yeah there isn't any chemistry but that might just charismatic enough to carry carry the the banter i think and i think that the lack of chemistry just is because of val I agree. I, she's just not a v- she's, great actress. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's okay. That's fine. Um, not everybody has to be a great actor or and a great actress. And that is literally why I got my degree in acting. Thank you. Because I firmly believe not everyone has not to be good at it. has to be good at <laughs> acting. Okay. Literally, where is the representation for bad actors? For bad acting. It's Val Vigoda, baby. It's Val Vigoda. Thank you. Um, she's doing God's work, honestly. <laughs> she really is. So then Ernest leaves. For what? Oh, he's like, okay, we did it. We got, yeah, I got all the men. Um, there's like a picture of them that flashes behind. I yeah. think that's like taken, yeah, 
at the end of the trip, which is <laughs> wild. Obsessed. I just love the idea of like, okay, everyone get together now. Like you've only been hanging out with these fucking lunatics for three right. years. That's, those are the last, if I never saw those people again, wouldn't be f- soon enough. Well, the way that I assumed it was like how, you know, we used to live in college where True. we were just constantly in the same apartment together. And then, yeah. uh, and we still hang out with each other, still hang out with each other all the time. So, you know, like, um, trauma Fair bonding enough. is very is real. real is real <laughs> i do hope they had a support group i can't imagine they were normal at oh, all my God. well they again. weren't normal to begin, to begin with. with as i said <laughs> please refer back to the beginning of this pod but yeah i can't imagine that their mental health improved oh post i, I would imagine not i think you can either go you go one of two ways you're either like psycho born again oh my god i get my life back i get yes. a second chance at life i lived through hell and i yeah. I'm thriving or you just are like nobody knows the trouble I've seen. <laughs> You're just full living in a cave, man, you don't Correct. know my trauma. <laughs> exactly. And Drunk those are those are really the only two options. There's literally no other route. <laughs> or they're in a Shackleton route which is like go back to your wife and children and Yeah. First of all, that was a very funny moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like have several kisses and like yeah. he's like, You're my inspiration, you're my muse. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Da, da, da. And he's like, Well, I've got to go back to England now to my beautiful wife. <laughs> She's like, You're She's like, wife. You're married? <laughs> yeah. And like, then yeah, he, my three beautiful children. And then he names them and it's very funny. <laughs> yes, it is a good one. Yeah. But I would just love to hear from his wife. <laughs> I would love to you really could just do whatever the fuck you wanted, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But if someone, if my partner was like, well, I have to go to Antarctica, <laughs> bye, I would be like, no. <laughs> no. Okay, speaking as someone no. who has dated somebody <laughs> who went to Antarctica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I that, That's how I felt. <laughs> well, you can go now. I feel like now you're talking a month tops. Mm. now it was like a year but yeah was it for studying he, yeah he just like went to work on that okay cut this this that's is a, not interesting that's a different thing altogether like if you're just like going for a viz like a quick viz you know mm-hmm. like just check it off the list because yeah, i yeah. wanted to go to all the continents okay fine that is why he went i mean i don't <laughs> love it i think that's deranged but i guess we'll address that in therapy when you return it's fine but if you're like this is minimum this is 1900 like this is minimum Two years yeah, of a least. trip, a year. Let's say, let's say a year. Everything goes well. If you don't everything get stuck goes well in Antarctica, and we all know that when you're planning trips, everything, something will go wrong. Make a plan and God laughs. My God, this exactly. has been an aphorism for years, Thank decades, you. millennia, even. Anyway, uh, it was I probably just... coined by Ernest Shackleton himself <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> I'm just saying I'd love to hear from Mrs. Shackleton about yeah. her thoughts when Where Ernest. Is her musical? When old Ernie was like, meet me, gotta go. <laughs> right. You know, this is the thing is that we have so many musicals about like notable people in history, like yeah. Hamilton, That's Ernest true. Shackleton, <laughs> Diana. Where are the supporting pet players? That's what I want to know. That's right. That's right. I want to know we the did side that with characters. Six. <laughs> we did that. And we and famously we hated famously it. Hated it. <laughs> Famously, I despised. So I guess, I guess I don't know what I'm asking for. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not a supportive partner. <laughs> and I think it's really rude when you want to go on a little trip without me. You, I have to go with you on your little trip. And Take Mitch, me on is, your trip. Mitch is nodding. Mitch knows. <laughs> it's because I've yelled at him many times. Stop taking all these little trips without me. As you know, Mitch loves to travel. Famous he, explorer. He travels so much. The Ernest Shackleton of Midtown um, East. <laughs> I was going to say of Turtle Bay. Of Turtle Bay. 
the Ernest Shackleton of Turtle Bay. <laughs> now that is going on a t-shirt. Thank uh, you. Find it in our Bits Over Broadway merch shop. On our Patreon. Again, all of our content is free. Okay. Um, let's, uh, anything else? Did we miss anything? Anything you had a wanted to flag? No, I don't think so. Felt strongly about. <laughs> Not really. What do you think the seal blubber was that they were eating? Cream cheese? I think it's cream Probably cheese. Probably cream cheese or some like... Maybe something white that you can you can eat. Maybe melted mozzarella. <laughs> okay, I would live if it was melted mozzarella. Like, put me That's in the a show. That That's is, a burrata. That is a burrata. <laughs> That's a burrata. It's a honka burrata you like, got in there. Honestly, like they're just <laughs> horking down cheese. Horking down, just <laughs> handing it out to the audience. It has to be breakable. You have to be able right. to break off a chunk to give to someone. Maybe they just like took a bunch of like cheese sticks and like melted them together. Mm. But this is my thing now is now you have <laughs> you're introducing dairy and you have yeah. to sing your the throat coat. Oh, my God. I mean, it's and just unbelievable. they don't they're on stage the entire show, so they don't have time to get water. That's true. Here's what I'm imagining. Do you remember that um, like cool craft from Tumblr a couple of years ago where you tape crayons to the top of a canvas and then you hair dry them until they run down the wall? I have one hanging in my apartment. OK, but that but it's cheese sticks. <laughs> Obsessed. Okay, it's that, but we take a butane torch to the cheese sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and the cheese sticks are dripping down the canvas. Yeah. And that's seal blubber. And that's seal blubber, baby. That's how you make seal that's blubber. That's how you make prop seal blubber. <laughs> and no one will talk about that except for us on Bits Over Broadway. For Bits Over Broadway. Why are we not prop masters? masters. I tried that once and um, <laughs> the director famously said all the things that I chose were bad. Spoiler alert, wait, I didn't that, choose them. Was that um KB? Yeah. Sure was. Oh uh, wait, was that the typewriter was, one? Um yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. That's what I was prop master for, but I didn't pick out the plants, but he famously hated the plants that, that Scott had picked out, and then he um, complained to Scott about how the plants that I had picked out were so bad. And Scott was like, I actually picked those out. And, and those I was were like, actually me. Yeah, that's right, because I actually didn't do my job at all for this <laughs> show. So fuck you, KB. I cannot stress enough, I was coasting. <laughs> I don't care about this. <laughs> I'm talent, not tech. <laughs> what? Thank Get that you. through your skull. It's in my contract. <laughs> it's in my writer. <laughs> the uh, writer that I presented to the university that, when I signed up I to go to theater school. When I declared my major. <laughs> my writer. <laughs> I won't be doing tech. Thank you. Uh, and they were like, actually, actually you, you will. will. <laughs> It I'm is required. Well, and I was like, fine. But I won't do it well. <laughs> and, okay. I, and I stuck to that. I stuck and to that. Honestly, that is having convictions. Yeah. I was famously master electrician for, for a show, and I hung one light. I was lightboard up. <laughs> and for then a show. I was like, Robbie Gloss loves dogs. Rob Gloss, please come hang these lights for me. And he was like, I fucking get rock hard for life, so I'm going to do that. And he did. Obsessed. Amazing. Thank you. That's why you make and friends. That's why you have friends. That's why. So, so they that can they will do, do your tech work for you. <laughs> we'll help you graduate from college <laughs> with a degree in theater, which is functionally useless to you. Thank you, my friends. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, friends. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, <sighs> let's stand and share this, Connor. Uh, what do you think? I. Ultimately, it's fine. I didn't hate it. <laughs> Ultimately, I thought it's fine. <laughs> it was like, it was a fun watch. Yeah. Great way to kill 90 minutes. Yeah. No Am I ever going to watch it again? Probably not. I'm probably <laughs> never going to listen to the music again. No. But I, I, of the musicals we've covered, 
is definitely not my least favorite. That is true. So that's true. I'm like, if you want to have like, like we said, 90 minutes to kill and you want to have like a good chortle or two. Yeah. Testing out that Broadway HD man. Yeah. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Meryl, manager. Yeah, I would say fine. Definitely not the worst we've ever listened to slash sure. watched. Um, definitely won't watch it again. Might watch the footage from Ernest Shackleton's voyage. Oh, yeah. Like, Am I definitely going to watch a documentary 100%. about Ernest Shackleton? Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. I would love that, actually. Um, and they recently found a ship, so I think I'm going to read some articles about that. Go off. Uh, and that's why we picked it, because we love to be current. We love to be topical. We are Law & Order SVU ripped from the headlines. That's what we're doing here. We um, are journalists. We I, we are investigative journalists. Yeah, we're bringing like, art and news together to sort of just inform everyone's worldview. Synthesis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, that tap, that market is so untapped. Untapped, yeah. There's like 10 people in it, and we're going <laughs> to fucking sell them a shirt. Yeah. Um, and that's who this pod is for. Yeah, I don't care Selling about the show. I'll be honest. I <laughs> forgot it immediately, forced myself to remember to do this episode. Well, we'll forget tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because I've definitely seen worse. I don't feel anything about it. I feel no. yeah. nothing. Kind of neutral. Yeah. It was a show. It happened. It's it was nice to see theater. You know, it, it was, was nice, nice to, to see it was theater. it was nice to watch like a recorded show. Uh-huh. Like that's what it was. Uh-huh. I think if you are in a community where you only have two actors yes. who are talented, mm-hmm. this is a perfect oh, show for perfect. you. Perfect. This is perfect for you. Coming to Monkey City soon, I imagine. Come to Monkey City. I, yeah, it's going to be me and that's it. <laughs> You're playing both parts. And I'm playing both parts. <laughs> Luckily, we already know how to make seal blubber, so we're nine-tenths of the way there. <laughs> Connor, anything to plug? Um, as usual, you can follow me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. Uh, we are everywhere you can get your podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, yeah, follow <laughs> us, tweet at us, fucking <laughs> tell your friends about us, rate and review, like and subscribe. <laughs> That's it. Bye. Bye. I popped a quick shadow on a photo and was like, my God, that looks incredible. <laughs> but it, it's not for... It's not.